Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a privilege and a pleasure to come before you. Please share these broadcasts digitally. And have you seen the, the recent Listen Notes? Wow, we're in the top one half of one percent of three million podcasts. Hey, that's because of you guys. Uh, keep sharing because we've got to wake up the masses that are asleep at the wheel. We have a great guest for us today, uh, James Grunvik, and uh, he's done quite a bit of work on the Durham report and related factors. And we're going to talk about uh, uh, where we're at right now. That's where I think the best way to sum this up. James is going to give us a good picture of where we're at. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to James in just a minute, but first I need to take care of just a little bit of business. Um, You saw yesterday the uh, president of the Black Farmers Association came out and directly accused this administration of funding Chinese uh, purchase of our farmland, and it's a national security risk. Someday, the only food you're going to have is what's in your home, and I firmly believe that with all the destruction that's gone on, uh, all the weather modification and so forth. I mean, you really need to look at taking care of business. Go to foodwithdave.com. Right now, they've got a great special. It's the best company out there, My Patriot Supply. Don't sit on this, people, because if you want to sit in the Biden breadline, do nothing, because that's where we'll end up. Also, too, Noble Gold is uh, someone who you know I've advertised for now for five years, and I just want to say this very clearly. If you trust the Fed coin, God bless you. But if you know the Fed coin's a precursor for CBDC and all that that means, uh, you might want to listen to what I'm going to tell you. Get your money out of the bank, except for operating capital. I've gone precious metals. I've advertised for Noble Gold for six years. I've been a customer for five. And I have to tell you, I sleep at night because I know my money can't be touched. I control it. And under the Dodd-Frank Law of 2010... They can take your money. They can bail it in any time they want. The only reason they don't is they want you to keep putting it in. But when the banks start to fail in big numbers, that's when you're going to lose your backside, just like 1929. I'll I'll send you an information packet on Noble Gold. All you have to do is go to DaveHodgesGold.com. I'll send it out to you. Now i got to give the FTC warning they should have given about FTX. All investments are inherently risky, and past performance is no guarantee of future performance. Just keep in mind, I've been a customer of Noble Gold for five years. Let them take care of you. Well, James, I want to welcome you to the show, my friend. Your first time on the Common Sense Show. This is a great honor to have you on. And because some of my listening audience may not be familiar with you, can you give just a little bit of your background uh, so they can familiarize themselves with you? Absolutely, James. So, number one, I've been following your show for probably about 10 or 12 years. Why? I have a vaccinated autistic son uh, who's now 23 years old. So I've been in a fight against Big Farmer for years, for decades. I wrote for the Epoch Times from 2005 to 2020. I published three books, one book on CDC corruption. So if you, if you don't understand the movie Vaxxed is a domestic fraud, I wrote a book called Master Manipulator about the international fraud of the CDC erasing the signal between vaccines and autism. So I've been in this fight for a long time. That said, I joined American Media Periscope as a founding member three years ago. I have the number one rated show out of a, you know two dozen called Unrestricted Truths. It airs uh, weekly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and I'm also the editor-in-chief of AMP Journal. And my forte is research and then connecting the dots with analysis. Yeah, I, I, I kind of gathered that from reading this article. Well, I, I asked you before we came on in our pre-air discussion where you wanted to start because you have so much data at your fingertips. And you said you wanted to start with Trump coming down the escalator prior to his announcement that he was going to run for president. So I'll just turn it over to you. Yeah, I don't want to jump through too much time, but 
as, as you know, people like to start like in the Nabla. Let's start back 2015, June 14th. President Trump, Melania, come down the escalator, makes a big announcement, like Bobby Kennedy did a month ago in April, right? The big presidential announcement. Well, what's interesting is the law of war manual we know, certainly during COVID the last three years, it has been updated. It has been updated to align itself. There's a 100-year-old document, the U.S. law of war manual, has been updated for uh, with the Geneva Conventions internationally so that if there is a military white hat group that goes out and starts removing uh, traitors, seditious people, murderers, and, and put them under military tribunals, they cannot they cannot be tried in some future international kangaroo court. Well, what's interesting about that, there's a letter uh, that they, the Department of Defense came out and said, we're going to update uh, this manual, and the letter is June 12th, two days before Trump announcement. I find that very I would say this more than coincidental. I, I find it very interesting timing. Because by the time they were done 11 months later updating the Law of War manual, Trump was well on his way winning the primaries and then eventually somehow won a very secure 2016 election. This, this all leads somewhere. And what was the first thing President Trump did in summer of 2017, in his first year in office? He spent $500 million dollars. Here's this New York State real estate developer spends $500 million in construction, and my background is construction management prior to American Media Periscope, so I understand the business. He went out there, he built, uh, you know, $500 million, went, and this is from the Miami Herald, by the way. It's, it's not from some alternate Patriot site. The Miami Herald reported all this. They had a 13,000 person, uh, what do you call a migrant tent city. That's an interesting thing, right? They had 5,000 uh, new army barracks for additional servicemen. They expanded the prison by 900 uh, people, and they expanded things. And then in 2021, the New York Times reports, well, going back to Guantanamo Bay, what do they do? Oh, they expanded the courtroom, the evidence room, so on and so forth, and eventually they did the same thing in Guam. So none of these things are conspiratorial in nature. They're all pointing in one direction. So as we're living in the, the very hyper-insane world of the last three years, I'm actually feeling pretty good about it individually because I believe there's an operation that has been sealed to a great extent uh, from the American people. And this leads to the Durham report, and then I hear a lot of, how would I say this, patriots who've done a tremendous job, but they have this old-school think tank thinking where, you know, we're going to we can't try 50,000 uh, traitors in courts of law. Of course we can't. I agree with that. We can't do that. It's not going to happen that way. They're actually you know, and then others complained about uh, the Durham court uh, basically uh, expiring the, the uh, statute of limitations, right? But again, the Durham report wasn't about that. It is a, To me, the Durham report was really about one thing one thing only. It is about forever exposing that the deep state exists, that the New York Times, Washington Post, and all the other leftist liberal media cannot come out there and, and discredit the Durham report and pretend that the deep state is some kind of conspiratorial thing. It's over. They have nowhere to run. They, 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 in fact, they're not even covering it. But patriots on our side are, are complaining like, oh, the statute of limitations expired. Uh, there is no expiration date for treason, sedition, or murder. Think of Seth Rich. He was murdered. And when you start looking at it this way, I'm saying, saying this is very interesting. We actually got some big things coming in front of us, because I believe we're going to military tribunals, whatever they're going to look like, at some point in the very near future. Does this have anything to do with the exit of Millie? The exit of Millie? Um, it, it probably does have something to do with the exit of Millie. I mean, as far as timing. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll join Chiefs of Staff, so I'm agreeing with you there. Yeah, because he's an abject traitor. I mean, okay. anyone who says, uh, if we go to war with China, I'd notify my Chinese counterpart. How many American lives would that cost? So uh, I look I look at this, and I'm just saying the, the, the timing is interesting. Uh, one of the things I've heard, I had a late uh, a friend who's a late colleague. Now he's passed away a couple of years ago. But he ran a gun range, and uh, a lot of spec ops along the I-25 corridor in Colorado would come mm-hmm. in. And he told me they were organized. 
And I said, organized for what? He goes, when the time to make a regime change happens in the face of these communists. And, and he was very consistent in telling me this. And he'd have like a story update every week based on these conversations. Is this the kind of, uh, uh, are we going to see it in the grassroots of retired spec ops, black ops, and so forth? Or what's, what form is this change going to take? Well, I, I, I think number one is going to be, it, there's a global alliance. So who are the White Hats, right? Who are they? I believe they're, they're born out of the assassination of John F. Kennedy Jr. I mean, uh, John F. Kennedy, excuse me, back in 1963. Mm-hmm. And what year is this? Oh, this is a 60th anniversary of John F. K. assassination in November. And I find that date extraordinarily interesting because if you add up all the numbers individually, 11 is 2, 22 is 4, that's 6. And then you got 2023 for this year, that's 7. That's Oh, it's 13. Well, what better way for the military white house to give the middle finger back to the Illuminati? I mean, it, it, it's just a huge number, in my opinion. And so I'm feeling with between the financial crash that's coming this summer at some point, right? I'm not a investment advisor or Wall Street guy or anything, but I, you know, I, you can see a crash coming, and it's coming, and, and it's, it's being engineered, by the way, by the Great Resetter. So we know it's going to happen. I do agree with that. It is going to happen. Uh, is it in the chaos that this order will emerge? I just, I'm, I'm just trying to get a handle on what this will look like for the people. Um, I, I think we need a nuclear a scare event. To be honest with you, so look at the, the dam breach yesterday in uh, in Ukraine, right? And now, and now we got uh, NATO and the Ukrainian New York Times blaming Russia for it, but Russia had already secured and won the region of Kherson. They've already won eastern Ukraine. There's no reason for Russia to go blow up a, a dam. So obviously it's a false flag. I mean, you, you know, you, a kindergarten kid could see this. So we have a false flag over there, and it, this war is going to escalate. Blinken, you know, uh, Biden regime's uh, Secretary of State says, oh, no, we're not, uh, we're going full throttle against Russia. So we know it's not about Ukraine anymore. We know it's not about humanitarian people anymore. Because they're blowing up dams and letting civilians drown and destroying crops and everything else. So this this is becoming so we're actually heading down a road this summer towards a, a some kind of nuclear event that's going to you know if you remember where you were on nine eleven like everybody does right this is going to be a thousand times more impressionable on your mind and psyche and when that happens we're all going uh, to know where we're at and we're going to say oh my god did we really sign up for this I mean did the buying voters really sign up for the, the crap that's coming out today you know in the, in the past six months I don't think so most of them didn't vote for this do you have any idea where this nuclear event um, will be and uh, how extensive would it be well we already know that Russia's uh, rolled out a lot of its uh, tactical nukes into Belarus so they, they're right. all pointing west right we, we know that Russian nuclear submarines are out in the Atlantic Ocean or in fact the Russian warships out in the South China Sea area by Japan and Korea so it, how it happens I don't know but uh, it's and are we going to see a Project Blue Bean kind of event? I don't know. Will we see Interesting. Well, let me stop you right there. Sure. I just did a show last night with one of my broadcast partners, Doug Thornton, former DHS and military insider. He was a contractor for a while. He uh, and I covered the release of information. It's totally fake. It was Air Force Intel operative that released information that was being withheld from Congress regarding retrieved UFO craft. And we said it's just a big distraction. An Intel officer could never do it in the form he's doing it. He'd be in prison right now. Yep. Uh, but, but there's your distraction. That's that's one distraction they're coming up with right now. Um, will it be Blue Beam? I think that's very perceptive on your part to say that. I think that's a possibility. But the other thing I look at, too, is Putin has to live in this world. I think if he does unleash nukes, it'll be confined to Europe. I mean, that's my sense right now, at least to begin with. What do you think? Yeah, I I think that actually makes the most sense. Uh, You know, he's he's taken, like I said, these these, uh, mobile nuclear missile launchers and they line them all around Ukraine, but they're not aimed at Ukraine. They're, you know, they're aimed at Germany, they're aimed at London, they're aimed at France, they're aimed at all these places. 
Well, London's going to get hit the worst because uh, they've done the most to piss off Putin with the type of weaponization they've done in Ukraine. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I do agree with you. We're, we're headed for a nexus. But, you know, don't you feel that back in um, 2014, 2015, we tried to start the same war with Russia by what we were doing in Syria? Yeah, we did. You know, the, the Arab Spring. And Syria was was the last place, and like you know, we never got out of Iraq, and you know, it sort of reminds me we never get out of COVID. You know, that is this is just their, their their mo. They they start something, and there's no 15 days to flatten the curve, or three years to end the war, <laughs> yeah, no or any anything like this, right? And so it's a once once they you give them an inch, you know, they've taken a, a thousand miles, right? And and years. I mean, it's just it just never ends. Well, speaking of COVID, the World Health Organization said something bad is coming, really bad. Of course, they're non-specific. It's all fear-mongering, and then Bill Gates is saying the same thing. So I think we're set up for a series of distractions. But do you think maybe cumulative this will put us in martial law, and this will be the answer to what you're talking about with the white hat revolution? Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think uh, martial law, and it might not be an entire national martial law. It might be martial law in 17 or 20 cities. Like I lived in New York City. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time for 30 years i moved down here to florida two years ago because i realized i couldn't protect my autistic son in a building had manhattan been locked down completely right the tunnels and bridges i can't swim off the island you're stuck and then you're at the mercy of whoever's running the show yeah that's so, true. so so but but you know, look at San Francisco. Major hotels are now packing their bags and leaving leaving San Francisco. They've been there forever, right? They they made that announcement yesterday. So so it, it's I think you're going to have, and then we have all these all these people in the border crossing. And I had uh, Michael Yon, who's uh, I guess former Green Beret. He's doing a lot of coverage down in the Darien Gap, and I'm getting text from him. And one in particular was showing that this is a he's now identified a third battalion or third platoon. Of clearly communist Chinese PLA military guys of fighting age, you know, coming into Central America. So this is all building up to an event. And so when going back to what you talked about in, in Colorado, 
with, with retired black ops and special ops and those people. I'm, I'm agree with you. That, there is going to be some stage of that. Well, there's something else that I've had. Now, i got to be really careful on this uh, because I, I, I can't reveal source, but someone very, very close to me alerted me to this, mm-hmm. but that I've also talked to two base commanders and someone at a base. Mm-hmm. This person that was close to me said, I was in a position to talk to people at several bases because of what my job was before I retired. And he said that there's a general consensus among old line uh, generals on that command bases that when the poop hits the fan, they're not listening to Biden. They're going their own way, and they've prepared their defenses that way. Do you? And I've gotten this confirmed now three times. Have you heard anything about this? I haven't heard anything about this, but I suspect that that's how this would play out. So, I've, no one's told me anything along those lines. I've not read anything along those lines, but it's the only thing that actually makes sense. I mean, because who would trust anyone in D.C. at this point? Yeah, well, just listening to Millie. I mean, who who would follow Millie into battle? I, I sure wouldn't. No. Um, but, yeah, I, to me, this makes perfect sense. But i, I got to say it this way. The person is really close to me, and they don't fabricate. And when they told me the story, then it was like, oh, crap, I forgot what you do for a living. You can't repeat this. I could be in big trouble. And I said, don't worry. It's not going to come back to you, nor will your job description. Um, but this person would have contact with a lot of base commanders. And I really think this is true. And I'll tell you, the military would be foolish. Yeah, so so eventually Governor DeWine made his first visit to the site a week or ten days later, whatever it was. You know what was interesting about that? He had a medical booty on. This was, this was captured by the local TV station news. Whole video of him walking there. And I've worn medical booties. I've broken an ankle before, right? And I've had operations before in the foot. Uh, usually you're in pain. He didn't show any any signs of pain, discomfort, anything, you know, morphine, nothing like that, right? And so he said, oh, yeah, I had, a, I had a trip out in East Palestine, come back a week later, and he's in a medical booty. Well, why is that important? The same week, Katie Hobbs, the governor, the, stol- the stolen governor of Arizona, she was wearing a medical booty. That's on true. On a state. That's on true. State. You're right. And so, and so here are these two giant red flags for me, you know, or red herrings or whatever. They're out there in the open and I'm like, the military white hats are doing something behind the scenes. I have no idea what it is but it's a big tell for me. It looks like they're cooperating witnesses in my opinion. That's just my opinion. What do you mean by cooperating witnesses? What side? Uh, They're dealing with the military white hats. They're going to continue the script, whatever the script is. You're going to continue being a governor. You're going to continue this, but you are going to cooperate with us However, whether whether they're giving information or whatever it is, and you will stay stay your role. Otherwise, I, I they both they, we you and I both know Hobbs out question has done many things illegal related to elections. But she could have been she could have been arrested by the military at any point. She wasn't right. She 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 still has that opportunity to be arrested. Uh, Dewine's a different story, but same thing. He could be arrested for everything he's done, right? For, and forget the local courts and all that nonsense. So I believe both my cooperating witnesses, and this is like a, a a sign out to whoever in the public, like, oh yeah, they're working with us now. That's how I see it. My goodness, they're working for the they're, they're working for the good guys, is what I believe. Well, you know, I hope you're right. And I don't have any evidence to the contrary of what you're saying, mm-hmm. but just knowing the nature of Katie Hobbs, mm-hmm. wow, that that's a shocker for me. Yeah, it'd be a shocker too, but we're not going to see whether this is true or not until after what we call like a Queen Esther reverse or flip, like when actually the White House finally do show up in the scene and, and start removing the belligerent occupants out of D.C. under military tribunals. When all that happens, we will know whether it's true or not. But it's, it's just my personal belief, because we know that Hobbs, neither Hobbs nor DeWine were on a, were on a ski slope in Colorado, you know, and hit by the avalanche the same, same day, right? We know that that didn't happen. <laughs> um. that, 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 that's literally my, my logic. Like, all right, so this, this is this is beyond, right? Okay, I got to go here with you next because you brought up Hobbs in Arizona. Yeah, the yeah. real criminal in that administration is Adrian Fontes, and uh, Katie Lake calls him the cartel lawyer. She's being nice. This man, <laughs> this man, he got his start because he defended the people who killed Agent Brian Terry of the Border Patrol. That was the cartel people. Oh, my God. he's heavily into cartel activities in California. And my California people tell me this all the time. And he's heavily into cartel people here in Arizona. Now he's the Secretary of State, stole that election. I, 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 see, you're talking about Hobbs. 
I got to tell you, the real guy you want to get out of there is is not Hobbs. It's Fontes. He's, he's no, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not in Arizona. I'm probably not disagreeing with you at all. You're probably you're absolutely right. Everything you're saying. But I just think Hobbs is giving information to the military why it's probably about this guy and other people. You know, she did something, too, that shocked the heck out of me, too. Um, I would assume that she'd be in uh, the hold of the corporations that have money, like Mm -hmm. so many of the blue ones are. uh, And she's stopping real estate development there in Arizona because of a lack of water. To me, that's something the Democrats would be exploiting as they try to overthrow this country. Sure. Um, and she has reversed that process, and she said, if you have an existing permit, you can continue to build homes, but if you do not, we're not giving you one because of the water shortage. I was shocked that she did that. Well, now, now, if, 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 it's a big if, right? Big IF, right? If she's playing ball with the White House, it would, that would actually make sense then, right? Wouldn't it? It does make sense, yes. That's why I brought and, it up. It, it, and then I would, uh, I'm going to watch her behavior, and I'm watching Devine, uh, DeWine's behavior. You know, he's kind of quiet lately. But I would see what the behavior is like for the next three to four months and, and see what's going on. Because if she does more things like that, then it leads more to the, to the chance that she is playing ball with the good guys. Yeah, uh, you've talked to about Michael Yon's work, which has really been good. Um, are you alluding to the fact that they're assembling a Red Dawn invasion force? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, during the Antifa riots of 2020, mm-hmm. um, my, my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, was in charge of um, uh, DHS in Portland. And at that time, and I was talking to Doug at this time, and he told me they found three weapons caches around the country. And that made the media. And uh, people said, oh, that's for Antifa. Uh-uh. He said, Dave, this is for China, and we know it. Yep. Uh, are you aware of large numbers of weapons caches for yeah. Uh, yeah. Chinese crossing the border? Yes. And you know where they're, they're being stored? Where? In churches. Churches, churches that are actually fronts for pedophile sex trafficking rings. Make sense now? Catholic churches. I, I don't know if necessarily Catholic churches, but churches in general. Sponsoring illegal he- immigration too. Healing, healing rooms. All of this. I, I've interviewed a uh, is, is his street name. I've interviewed five times on my show. David Old Soldier. I'm not going to introduce you to him. He's he's now 30 years old. He he. Uh, him and his mother ran the o- Hope Equestrian Church for autistic kids back in 2005, six, and seven. And then this, uh, what he calls generally, the family came in and took over. Like like the circus came in and took over the entire entire community in in, in Medford, Southern Oregon. And next next thing you know, he, uh, David himself as a, as a young teenager was being trafficked. And yes, I will go out there and and David is. On my show five times over the past couple of years, talked about Mike Pence being directly involved in, in both other children's murders and trafficking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just. You know, it was interesting. We've done these five shows, and I've never heard from Team Pence or anything like that. To the contrary. And there, there's been others that accuse Pence of different things. I'm, I don't have to get into the laundry list, but uh, he's not a good apple at the end of the day. And. It is interesting because so David and this other gentleman Steve they, they've been they're still traveling around the country, and they found these these different church, churches in Virginia down down in Florida and Texas and certainly in the West Coast that that got these stockpiles of weapons and it's all related to, to child trafficking, and a lot of these churches uh, are, are for kids only and like you know your parents come pick them up later that type of stuff and so I I, I think that yeah because churches are all closed during the lockdowns, right? They're all 501c3, so they're all the modern-day money changers. At the end of the day, they're the Baal Babylonian money changers, all the churches in America, most of them. And so this makes total sense that churches were the front to store, not only for, for child sex trafficking and things of that nature, right, pedophilia, but also for the storage of these weapons. So there is my reveal to you from my Yeah, the reason I said Catholic Church, and believe me, I'm not trying to be prejudicial, but I would see uh, immigration support that they give to be hand-in-hand uh, hand with this. Uh, I, I, I see it being the mm-hmm. same thing. Let's support the immigrants coming in, but you're also helping the Chinese at the same time. Yeah, I mean, well, think about what the, the Vatican's been off the rails lately. 
uh, you know, last last number of years. And then we, we learned that the Vatican and the Red Cross helped 50,000 hard Nazis leave Germany after World War II, gave them a, a clear, uh, I guess, alley to escape east, not west or south, east, into Ukraine and set up shop in western Ukraine. And now we're dealing with the Azov Nazis from World War II, or basically German Kazarian Mafia, whatever they are. Very interesting. I'm aware of that too. Uh, that's well. It's all coming to a head. It really is. Um, what I just hope is we don't blow ourselves up. But my my concern is this though: Where does China enter into the picture here? Do they wait for our war to break out with Russia and the United States, and then they attack? Do they wait for us to go into civil war and we're weakened in the attack? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I, you know, the, the weaker, the better, right? And the question is: Are the White Hats playing possum? Are, are we deliberately weakening ourselves, or at least on an outward appearance, and, and in turn letting these food plants be destroyed? Are we going to the to the very last line where you know America's going to have a near death experience before the White Hats show up and have and, and defend the country? That is that is the question. I found a very interesting uh, one minute and forty second video the other day, and I sent it to a a former director of naval intelligence, I won't say what part of the world, and I said, is this real? So what, I, what, what did I send them? This was very basic information. They have the, they have the uh, Munich uh, Security Conference every year, but they also have a Shanghai for Asia. Shanghai... Yeah, I, I know about this, yes. Or, or Shangri-La, excuse me, Shangri-La Hotel Security Conference, but 24 of the biggest uh, intel agencies, including China and America, pull out of this conference into a separate room. And the response I got from this uh, former military intel director, he told me flat out that it's not so much what they're discussing is the fact that they're entrenched together and they're entrenched in this new world order. So for him to use language that I use, I talk about new world order in 2019, for him to use it in 2023, it was the first time I ever seen him use it, and it was like, I found it fascinating so the question is, is China defeating America for itself, or is it defeating America for the one world government? Boy, that's a good question. That's the question I have, and I don't have an answer for it. Yeah, you know, we're looking at a bifurcation within our intelligence community. It's not as uniformly liberal as people think. My dad was part of this. In fact, after World War II and on into the 50s, he served in the Navy and did a lot of intel work for them. Uh, but then they retired him six months early with full benefits so he could go to work with captured German scientists in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a division in intelligence then. It was naval intel versus the CIA and the NSA. And then the Air Force was on the wrong side of this as well, too. And he was adamant about this. And he told me up until his death in 1985 that these conflicts were still going on. It, are, are these the roots of the White Hats? Are yes. these the, the survivors of this movement? Yeah, I absolutely believe so. The CIA was so obnoxious that I remember my sister and mom and I had to leave our home. My dad under guard would bring the Germans to our house because they didn't feel they could find a secure location to to work with them on reversing their theoretical physics. Um, and and I remember that being a small kid, I was like five or six years old, and uh, we had to we had to get up and leave without any warning. And uh, and my dad told me in '85. He said the remnants of that group now live within many of the sons who followed in dad's footsteps. I know one of these people. And he tells me this is true. He has been in the Space Force as well. And he Mm -hmm. tells me the Space Force is an equalizer to the takeover of this country. It, it, It is, in fact. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I'll tell you something interesting. You know, we're talking about this this, this one world uh, Fed coin, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's going to go through our mobile phones, supposedly. Yep. So what's, what's Starlink all about? Starlink is the financial reset system, in my opinion. 
But who, who's in charge of, of Starlink? I think it's I think it's U.S. Space Force. I think it's the White House are in charge of it now. And let me let me go back twenty five years. Twenty five years ago, I have a good friend out of New York who works at one of the, the telecom majors. So twenty years, about two thousand twenty three years ago, he sat down at lunch with a couple of satellite engineers. He was at some conference or whatever, and he, he just asked a very simple question: What's inside these satellites? So think about it. this: two, this year two thousand that go up to space that, that become part of this array. And the guy said it's only ten percent communication. 90% financial. That was my jaw at the ground when I heard this. So the communication satellites technically are not communicating. They're, they're financial satellites. They, the globalist deep state cabal have, have been planning this one world government financial digital ID, digital health passport, vaccine passport for more than 30 years. And they've been, and they've been putting in practice. Give them credit. That's how they were, they were going to enslave all of us. And I know you've reported on things like this before COVID, in the past. It, it is just, to me, it's it's amazing. But if you think about what happened in the 17th book of the Bible, Queen Esther, what happened? She she, she broke protocol, went into the inner sanctum of the king. She was one of eight queen concubines, and she, and she, she begged the king. Who, the king could have had her killed at that point because she'd broken every protocol. Uh, of the royal family and he he heard her story and said hey Haman and, and his hangmen are building gals outside they're going to they're gonna hang all the Jewish people not only, not only in this city but across Mesopotamia and the king eventually made a decision and the, and the hangman hung on their own gallows right the gallows builder hung on their own gallows so we were going to be enslaved by this financial system the reset system and this is going to liberate us instead and why is that? Well, there, is there a quantum financial system coming? And if it's coming, it's going to be completely satellite-based, and it would free us. We bypass all the SWIFT systems. We'd bypass the banking system, all the gatekeepers. It would literally free us. So is this part of, of a victory? Is this what victory looks like for us? I don't know. But it's a possibility. Well, I certainly hope so. Um, I'm wondering... With the Space Force and their satellites and Starlink system, uh, how much of it is weaponized? That's a good point. How much is weaponized? Uh, I don't know. But it's got to be... I can't get a clear answer on that either. In fact, my source will talk to me about almost anything except that. Yeah, and, and, and perhaps it's good that we don't know for now. Well, I think we do know because when you don't talk about it, there's an answer there. <laughs> there is an answer there. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. And I know the Chinese have spent an inordinate amount of time and money trying to counterbalance the Space Force and its presence with satellites. Yeah, so they, Space Force is not only the satellites, but it's also cyberspace. So there is yeah. two, two things going, going there, and I think China's behind the eight ball. And, and in fact, I, I'm going to go out there, and there's old, you know, like old pictures of, of a real Joe Biden versus Joe Biden today. People say that they're actors and stuff. Okay. We we all kind of get that, but then there's there's different there's photos of of an, of an Elon Musk whose skull is clearly a few inches uh, less wide than the Elon Musk today, and that you know as an adult that doesn't happen. So the question becomes: Was the real Elon Musk removed by the White House and replaced by an Elon Musk actor or agent or whatever you want to call him? And I'm actually starting to lean in the direction that Elon Musk we're seeing today is not the real Elon Musk. He's playing a role. How about RFK Jr.? Because this guy was a hopeless liberal for the longest time, and now he's singing a conservative song. I'm having trouble getting the two ideas together. Oh, well, it's good news. Uh, I've done research for Bobby because uh, of his uh, World Mercury Project, uh, you know, a decade ago for you know, uh, then Children Health Defense. I've done work research for him. I know him pretty well. He's written uh, the forward to my book, Mass Manipulator on CDC corruption, and I went to his opening. So I'm, I'm a Big Bobby Kennedy fan in the sense that he is absolutely uh, doing, he is the opposite mouthpiece to Trump. So we know Trump, if Trump's name even comes up to a, a deranged liberal, they're, they're going to just automatically not listen to any, any of the words. But now Bobby Kennedy is, is coming in, and now between Bobby Kennedy and Donald Trump, it is almost like no, no place for the media and the politicians to hide. You know, it's interesting, too, is um, uh, Kennedy was uh, censored. Uh, I think it was on Instagram. Yep. A- and uh, sure enough, in the middle of the night, they reinstituted him. And I said, something is behind this that we're not seeing. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. In fact, he's been censored for 18 years. He, he, he came out without even thinking about any political ramifications because he was kind of, you know, he's kind of an outsider, not like his father or his uncle, right? But he's kind of an outsider to DC. Uh, he had offered to, to work at the EPA and stuff like that. He turned all that shit down. He wanted to be in the front lines. But what was interesting about Bobby is uh, 2005, he wrote an, a 4,600-word article called Deadly Immunity on Vaccines and Autism. Right, Mercury was the, the main agreement behind it. He, that was his first foray into it. So it got published in Rolling Stone and published in Salon.com. And then a year later, they both retracted it. And ever since then, Bobby's been censored. So Bobby has been censored for 18 years, up until... His presidential announcement. Now he's out, and they're still censoring. Right? They, 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 they suddenly, two days later, they don't want to have any Democrat pr- primary debates, right? Because they, they have to roll out a you know a dead you know weekend at Bernie's, uh, Biden, or whatever whatever they would do. Right? It, it, it would be totally embarrassing. Well, I'm wondering if they're going to be able to force Biden into a debate because that issue is not going away. No, and I think that's that's very healthy. And then, then the question becomes, like, or, or, you know, this chess game back and forth, right? So what would the Democrats do if, if there is a force? Would they then bring in, uh, I don't know, Gavin Gavin Grusom out of California to, to and kick Biden out? 25th Amendment, will they finally pull the plug on him? We, we know Kamala Harris can't be president, so we know that that's an impossibility. I would agree with that, that she, it, it, no, she won't be there. But it's interesting you said Newsom. He's posturing. I mean, he, he threatened to arrest... Um, DeSantis for kidnapping migrants. I'm thinking, hey, dude, you're in California. DeSantis is in Florida, and you're not a Fed. Uh, so clearly, he's running for president. There's no question about that. And let, and let him run. And you know, the more you run, the more you're going exp- to expose all, all all of these bad actors, these belligerent occupants, as the law of war manual calls out in Articles 11.3 and 11.4 of the 1,200-page manual. Belligerent occupants in D.C. will be removed and they will be dealt with. What will that look like? I mean, I get visions of tanks and I don't necessarily think that's accurate. So what will that takeover look like? I think it's been, I think it's been ongoing the last couple of years. There, there are people in D.C., there are different buildings that are kind of empty. The Fed's kind of empty. The IRS is kind of empty. It's sort of like it's been, I think it's been ongoing. And we can get into the deep military underground tunnels you know another day but i i think there's, there's been some activity in even in the white house and other places in dc of underground tunnels and i think a lot of them have been cleared out from of whatever it's been down there so I, I think there's probably been military tribunals honestly that's been going on behind her back and we'll, we'll just learn about it in the near future so how can you say that well that would explain some of the actors on stage i mean mitch mcconnell has a fall literally he fell down supposedly oh boy and, in yeah. a D.C. hotel, so it was in a very public place, not like his house, right? If you're, you're going to have a cover story, it's your house. Nope. He fell down on the floor in a D.C. hotel, the story, you know, well traffic, 6 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. So you know everybody, everybody and their mother has a cell phone. So there's not a single video of Mitch falling down, not not a Mitch on the ground, not a Mitch in a gurney, going to an Amazon, not Mitch in the Amazon, not Mitch arriving in the hospital, there was nothing. He just, like, fell down, that was the headline, and he disappeared for two and a half months. And he comes back, and he looks like a different man. He looks like he's shocked. Like it's like all of his blood has been drained out of him. So I think he's also a cooperating witness. <laughs> he doesn't have a medical booty on, but I, I think he's been dealt with in some some form or fashion. James, what was your entry point into this topic? So I, to be honest, my parents uh, are both first generation, or uh, both immigrants from Norway. So I'm first generation. And back in the 60s, uh, they, my mother warned me about uh, communism. My father was heavily, heavily read on Hitler, warned me about the Fourth Reich. And sure enough, those two things just kept kept appearing and appearing and appearing. Then I met people along the way, particularly in the 90s, about the Agenda 2021 uh, and then 2030. I did research on it. I did research on Timothy McVeigh, who was a witness at Waco. And two years later, he's, he's a patsy at uh, Oklahoma City bombing. 9-11 happened. So it was not one event. It was a lifetime of, like, seeds. But eventually, like, my son was autistic, and then they're, they're hovering up the vaccine angle. I said, wait, this, wait a bit, wait a second. That was, like, that was like the last thing for me. Right, so I, I maybe had 99 seeds of like red pills, you want to call them at that point. And then I had 
the hundred red pills. My son, I said, okay, this is this is complete. Yeah, yeah. This is complete evil. And then I started following your show and, and a couple others uh, on different things, talking about FEMA camps in America and stuff. And like I said, yep, this is all coming down the road. Well, they definitely exist. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's no question about that. But for me, see. The white hat concept, and, and I wasn't calling it that, but I'm, I'm happy with that term, but the white hat concept came to me from the person I said that's close to me mm-hmm. that had the information, then I took it and I branched out from there and I was able to get some confirmation in different ways. That's my entry point into thinking that what you're saying is true. And then, of course, Paul Martin talked about this incessantly at his gun range. So... Uh, but I just wonder, Michael Yan, anybody else? Is anybody else saying what we're saying here? Well, Waddle Savin is saying saying this. He's on my show on Friday. I have a Dr. Tal Brown that talks about the COVID part of it, right? So COVID is another big piece of this uh-huh. puzzle in the last three and a half years. So I got uh, Tal on my show tomorrow night, and I got to bring you on my show at some point in the near future on unrestricted trips because I, I really want to talk because you've been in this deeply for a long time. Well, you know how I got into it. How did you? You, you haven't heard me tell the story? Uh, I probably haven't heard that episode, to be honest with you. Well, um, my, I was coaching college basketball. I was teaching stat and psychology at a couple of different colleges and universities. And um, we moved out to the country to get our family away from the gangs. And we kept our house in the city, but we did move out to the country. And we're out there about three months, and then all of a sudden we're told, you have no property rights. You're too close to an Air Force base. That was bull. We were 30 miles from the base, and they had to fly over 300,000 people to get us. I never believed the story. Plus, all the developments in the West Valley of Phoenix have to have permission to the space, and we had it in writing. So I'm thinking, what else is going on? And so I looked, and about six months later, I found it. Uh, John McCain was co-sponsored with Ted Kennedy of the CAFTA agreement, and they were going to bring a transportation corridor and bring it into four areas of the state. And coincidentally, all four areas of the state had their property rights encumbered in a long-range plan to force people off their property. So like if we'd had a fire or rain damage, we could not have rebuilt. We couldn't have got a permit to do it. So that started an eight-year legal battle, and I, I ended up being the spokesperson for our group. And then eventually, uh, a radio show I was on said, "Yeah, you need to have your own show," and they gave me a show, and that's how I got started. Wow! So it sounds like uh, they want to get you off your property, which which the World Bank and IMF want to do, and, and of course, World Economic Forum, so they can they can drive all of us into smart cities and into fifteen yeah. minute cities. It wasn't the and smart then, cities though, James. It, for yeah. this, it was we were in the direct path of this Canamex corridor. Oh, I got it. And they wanted our underground water. We're, we sit on the state's largest water underground water aquifer, too. And they wanted our water aquifer for the development. Uh, Agenda 21 and 30 do enter into Arizona, where I live, but not in this case. But they had four areas of the state. This is how I knew I was right. They did four areas of the state the same way. Not real close to a military base, but close enough to use the excuse. But it was also the site of where they wanted to put the highway through. And and I ran, I, I've taught statistics in college. I've written courses in it. And I ran the odds. What are the odds of this being due to chance? And it was 65 million to one. Yeah, exactly. With all the variables. And so I came out and that started my war with the Arizona media. Surprisingly, though, 20 years ago, I got a lot of politicians in Arizona on my side. This is when we had decent politicians. And they went to bat for me. First, they opposed me. And then when I was able to convince them I was right, they go, well, this is, we're not going to let people do this to you. And, uh, we are able, we were able to defeat these people because of that. John McCain was behind the whole thing. Of course he was. John McCain's behind uh, the war, the, the, the Arab Spring. John McCain's part of the money loaning operation in Ukraine and the coup there. I mean, John McCain's behind a lot of stuff. Yeah, John McCain is not a nice man. We had a meeting at the state capitol with his people to discuss this, and they were in front of three legislators and five people from my community. Uh, they were they were saying, "Well, you guys need to drop everything and just take what's happened to you." And I said, "I don't think so." McCain's running for president, right? GOP nomination. Yep, when he's yep, in man. Connecticut, I said, "I'm going to be on Good Morning Connecticut the next day and talk about what he's like." And they threatened me right there on the spot. They said, "Bad things happen to people that do that." And I was I was the victim of two acts of violence. Uh, I was interviewing Jim Mars in, uh, in, in my city home, and Good old Jim. eight shots over my house, um, and it was eyewitnesses saw it. 
They did nothing about it. Coyotes, coyote season. Oh going. yeah, yeah. And they tried to run me off the road, and that's all. That was all on nine one one. And uh, you know, like I said, I've been down this road. The McCain people are about as evil and dirty as it gets. James, this has been fascinating. We're going to have you back on, but uh, I want you to tell people how they can follow your really good work. Yeah, uh, thank you very much, Dave. It's been a pleasure to come on your show. I love it. Honor, it's my uh, honor. Uh, so you can go to amp amp uh, news dot us. That that's a short okay. URL. Okay. We can spell it out at AmericanMediaPeriscope.com is the other one. And my show's named Unrestricted Truth, and I'm also the editor in chief of Amp Journal. We're we're small little. You know, newspaper going uh, online for the last year, but uh, we're putting out uh, different articles and things. I got one coming out tomorrow on the false flag of the Ukrainian dam, so it's going to be interesting. What's the uh, URL for that? Uh, it, it, you find it on the website, so just go to the okay. main website, ampnews.us, and you'll, you'll, you'll see on the right side, Amp Journal, click on it, you'll see a whole bunch of articles. Well, really good stuff, and it's great to meet your acquaintance, uh, and thanks for being a listener, and uh, I look forward to future shows with you. Yeah, thank you, Dave. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, great appreciation to James Grunvik for that uh, very interesting presentation. We apologize for a couple of the disruptions here. We are still going through a lot of electronic interference, and I've detailed that in other shows, and I'm not going to go through it again, but uh, the bad guys don't want the message out. They're really upset because I joined forces with Paul Preston on bringing the affidavit to expose criminality, that process to expose the criminal behaviors of Arizona's many, many Chinese and cartel-related politicians. And also I'm going to participate in an upcoming recall of Katie Hobbs, who illegitimately stole the 2022 gubernatorial election from Carrie Lake. So it's triggered a big response against me. It's been pretty bizarre what's going on. I spoke with Paul Preston last night and um, from Agenda 21 Radio, New California President. He's going through the same thing. Absolutely the same thing. So this is not unique. Um, I think this is preliminary to them trying to ban us from uh, going off the air entirely. And Paul and I are going to be talking about something this weekend I wanted to bring to your attention. Uh, and that something is, um, well, one, we're going to talk about the Oroville Dam, and I'm going to expose that also on my uh, YouTube channel. But we're also going to get into the fact that uh, there's credible information out there right now that um, the Chinese are planning a hit list against key media and politicians before launching an invasion and uh, not sure about the timing <clears throat> Paul has this information I've got part of it uh, but there's also a counter movement going on inside the military and we're going to be hitting that in some detail coming up and I want to take a minute here to tell you too about our TV show the common sense show TV first of all I wanted to bring you a forum that was in-depth documentaries and we wanted to bring in a panel of experts for the most part occasionally I'll do a monologue in an area where I feel I have some expertise and knowledge but I like to bring in the experts people who've done regime change for the alphabet soup companies you know like the CIA the FBI the DHS FEMA so forth and I can tell you who some of these people are Doug Thornton DHS supervisor uh, Celeste Solomon we talk about her a lot with FEMA high ranking official uh, these information that we get from these two are incredible now there's some people that come on the show regularly that we can't tell you what they did because of their severance agreement with the United States government however when you hear them talk you say that person knows a lot it's because they've lived it and what we are trying to do is to prepare you for going through the regime change one we're going now. One, we're trying really hard to undo it. But two, we have to also look at adaptability. And that channel is dedicated to helping you adapt. 
And we do other things, too. We take a look at the hidden history that, uh, oh, people like the National Archives don't want you to know about the mounds builders and what they have found in their archaeological digs from groups like the Paleo Research Group, uh, which my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, is a part of. Fascinating shows. We we do stuff. We did um, an hour and 57 minutes, the very longest interview we've ever done, with Chris Kitsey. And he's got one of those backgrounds, too. He's very knowledgeable, uh, very matter-of-fact. And uh, Chris gave us a detailed presentation on AI, and we covered it across multiple domains. And that's a must-see. And the other thing that we're doing is um, Doug Thornton and I are going to get with Timothy Alberino. Now, we're all three friends. I mean, I really, obviously, Doug and I are very close. And uh, Tim Alberino, I have the utmost respect for as a researcher and a presenter uh, i just have hold him in the highest regard but we're going to have a debate and the debate is over the recent air force release of information saying they have crashed air uh, ufos and their backwards engineering and so forth and so on and that made the news well the report is horse crap i'm not saying there's not some basis to what they're saying every lie there's an element of truth but we're going to be taking that apart in a three-way round what should we say um uh, a roundup a forum round table and uh, tim is on a little different plane and position than doug and i are and we're going to hash it out, and we're, we're going to be uh, uh, factually confrontational, keeping in mind that we're all friends, because we want you to be aware, because we think Project Bluebeam is on the way, and we think this is their trump card, because there's going to come a time when the people just aren't going to believe anything they're being told, and we've approached that now. Look at the ratings for the mainstream media. They're sinking faster than a submarine with screen doors. So they, they really, you look at the people, they're becoming more discerning, more Americans are waking up, we're facing the possibility of Chinese genocide. I wrote an article on my website, thecommonsenshow.com, that talked about a leaked speech from Wei Fang. And I've talked about this before, but I thought it was relevant to recycle this with new information because we're going to be living this. The Chinese want you dead. They have said from their last three defense ministers that they want you dead. They want our resources in America. They're going to send 300 million inhabitants here, and they're not going to leave anybody left alive if they have anything to say about it. So we're going to be going through that with you as well. And um, I, I really want to call attention to the TV show. We bring it to people for the cost of bandwidth. And what I mean by that is we're not going to go broke bringing this to you, but we bring it the least expensive price possible, and we're the lowest of all the services out there, and I think we're the best because of our guests. We get five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Uh, You put on the Roku side of your digital TV, and we pop up as a show there. Uh, You know, we're, we're getting a lot of notoriety. We're in the top one half of one percent, as I mentioned earlier, of three million podcasts is reviewed by Listen Notes. And uh, I didn't know that. Uh, Sarah Westall was kind enough to call me and congratulate me. And I said, Sarah, I had no idea. We don't look at that stuff. And we just do our job. We're not really ratings oriented. But I'm gratified because that means people are listening and waking up. And that's really what I enjoy doing here. You know, I was the victim of John McCain, so was my community, and the globalists who wanted to force us off our land in favor of international corridor. And we fought eight years and eventually won, and um, I'm determined to continue this fight until America is restored to what it is supposed to be. And that's another thing that's coming up, too. Paul Preston and I are going to be doing an interview here in the not-too-distant future, probably this weekend, with regard to what's going on at the Oroville Dam. Very serious. And we're also going to be doing an interview on our White Hats going to rescue America, and let's talk about these Chinese genocidal plans they have for key politicians, members of the uh, corporate media, uh, and also the alternative media. They're going after anyone they disagree with because they want to control the narrative as they come to America to do extermination. And yes, I said extermination. The last three defense ministers have openly talked about this. And I wrote an article on that on Wednesday 
June 7th, and you're going to want to check that out on our website at thecommonsenseshow.tv. So anyway, I invite you uh, in this commercial and censorship-free environment to join our TV show. Uh, we keep, we're keeping people, I really believe, one step ahead of the burning bridge. And I think, honestly, your survival depends on knowledge and we're helping people navigate these uncharted waters that we're in. We're in a time that we've never seen in America, and we have been totally betrayed by our leaders. They are treasonous. They are traitors to America. And we have a long road to hoe to get our country back, but we don't have a choice. We face extermination. Our kids face no future. It's a bad place to be. But anyway, a good place to be is right here on The Common Sense Show. And join us over at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, we apologize for any technical difficulties in the James Grunvik interview. We're also going to have him on. I found him to be an extremely knowledgeable guest, and I'm sure you do too. Really found him engaging. Hey, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here again next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.